only world we know And for now this rental's our home If we gon' be a reflection Gotta make this dirt rock glow Just so you know Light shine bright everywhere we go Music for the people to illuminate the show Light shine bright everywhere we go Music for the people making music for the people Light shine bright everywhere we go show tonight and for sharing your light with me and tonight's show is all about psychic support 
If you are a psychic, a medium, a healer, or a magical worker, it is so important that you have a strong support system because oftentimes in our line of work, whether we do this professionally or whether we're just sensitive people, you know, we we often uh, have people coming to us for help and assistance and support, but where do we go when we need that support? So we're going to be talking about that tonight, and we're going to jump into that, and I'm going to give some tools and resources. But before we do, please take a moment to follow the show. Uh, Please take a moment to share this to your social media, whether you have YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, sharing is caring, as they say. (laughs) I always laugh when I say I don't know why, but sharing is caring, as they say. So uh, definitely share, definitely support. Um, So let's get right into it. And for people who are brand new to the show, Um, I just want to tell you a little bit about me, and then we'll move into psychic support systems, and then we'll take some calls as well. Um, As I said before, I'm a psychic, a medium, and intuitive. I've been psychic and sensitive my entire life, and I've been reading professionally for about seven years now. So I've worked with people from all walks of life. I've traveled the world, and I've seen psychics, mediums, and healers find themselves in burnout. You know, I've been in burnout myself. I've been in experiences where people come to me for support, people come to me for guidance, um, but then when I need help or when I need support or I need guidance, the question becomes, well, where do I go? So we're going to talk about that a lot, and and we're going to talk about some tools and tips and information for you, and uh, it's going to be a great show tonight. So I want to just uh, sort of dig into this and tell you what inspired me to create the show. Um, You know, I'm I'm a part of a lot of groups on social media, and in many of those groups, people are psychics and magical workers and healers and empaths. And over the past six months or so, I've been hearing rumblings in our community where people are sort of lamenting and saying, you know, where do I go for support? Where do I go for guidance? You know, I'm giving money, time, attention to others, but there's no support system for me. And so, you know, as I hear people saying that, you know, I I tap into it and I ask spirit, well, well, why is this happening? What do we need to know about this? And what can we do to rectify the situation? You know, and the thing that came through to me, and this came through in my own prayer and meditation work, and it also comes through in readings that I do for many clients is this, you know, as psychics, mediums, healers, and intuitives, we have to be very, very careful about who we allow into our inner circle. We have to be very, very careful about who we connect with, and we have to be very, very careful about who we share energy with. You know, that doesn't mean that you have to be closed off. That doesn't mean you have to be rude. That doesn't mean you have to be aggressive. But what it does come down to is you need to be able to carefully assess who is trying to come into your life. You need to carefully assess what their motives are and what their agendas are. You know, and the thing is, for a lot of us to do healing work, we naturally generate a lot of energy. So, of course, we're going to attract people who are hurting. We're going to attract people that are scared. We're going to attract people that want answers, right? But, but the thing that you have to understand is that everybody that comes to you is not necessarily willing to do the spiritual work, the mental work, or the emotional work to come to the level that they say they want to come to. And this is especially true if we're looking at our personal lives for a second. Because one of the reasons that I found that a lot of psychics, mediums, intuitives, and healers burn out, it's not because of what we're doing in our professional life so much. It's more because of what we're doing in our personal lives, meaning we are bringing people into our personal lives and into our inner circles that actually need to be clients, not life partners, not friends, not business partners, right? Some people will come to you 
And they're not looking for a relationship. They're looking for help. Some people will come to you, and they're not looking for a business opportunity. They're looking for someone to save them. You know, and in situations like that, if you, the healer, have spent your entire day working with clients, helping them heal, creating a space for healing, when you come home, what you really need to do is you need to be able to sit, you need to be able to relax, you need to be able to lean into spirit, you need to be able to lean into your family or your partners, and you need to be able to get the emotional support that you desire. But you cannot do that if you are trying to heal people in your personal life and help people create healing in your professional life. And so that's where the burnout comes. You know, it's interesting because um, I'm led to tell and share a story. You know, for me, reading professionally, you know, at the end of every day, I'm usually very tired, you know. I mean, because let's be clear, I'm a human vessel doing divine work. So I'm usually very tired. But at the end of the day, I feel satisfied. I feel happy. And I know that I made a difference in someone's life. And I feel good. And I go to bed very easily and I sleep very well. But there was a time in my life where I had a lot of people around me who didn't mean me well. You know, I had a lot of people around me who were draining me and pulling on me and all of these things. And these people were not clients. These people were friends. These people were family members. These people were potential business partners pulling on me, right? And so, you know, I find myself getting irritable. I find myself getting frustrated. I find myself with an attitude. I find myself snapping at people. And what I noticed is when I cleared those people out of my life, my professional work and my ability to serve spirit worked just fine. So, you know, you may want to look at and you may want to assess certain people and you may want to determine, you know, to what degree and what capacity you want to have them in your life. Um, I'm going to go to the phone lines in just a second, but before I do, I want to tap into, you know, sort of the categories that people fall in who may approach you, specifically if you're doing spiritual work. You know, so, so just to begin, you know, the first set of people, uh, these are individuals that you may want to avoid. Um, and the reason you want to avoid them is because some people are just coming in for the free energy. And you can usually spot these people right away because they tend to be takers, you know, they tend to ask for money and time and attention and favors, and they often give very little in return, whether this be a professional contact, whether this be in your personal life, whether this be in your friendships. So you really want to be mindful of people who are just coming in with their hand out. You really want to be mindful of people, even in your professional life, who are consistently asking you who your contacts are. Can I have your contacts? Can you get me on this show? Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Because it's not a relationship that's reciprocal. It's a relationship where you're giving, 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 but you're never receiving. And when you constantly give and you never receive or you constantly take and you never give, there's an imbalance. And as healers, as highly sensitive people, that's going to manifest for us as getting overly emotional. It sometimes can manifest as illness or sickness in the body. You know, it can manifest as a number of things. You know, and and it's our body and our spirit's way of getting our attention. It's our body and our spirit's way of telling us that we need to pay attention to what is going on, okay? Um, So I want to go into the second um, set of folks, and then I think we'll go to the phone lines, and we'll talk, and we'll do some readings, and we'll see what you guys have to say. Um, But the second group of folks are people who are looking for help. They're looking to be rescued. They're looking to be uplifted, right? Um, And and I think this is a particularly challenging group 
because these individuals, oftentimes they may be in a lot of pain, they may have experienced a lot of trauma, they really need assistance and they want things to get better. But what they don't always understand is that can't really be done in their interpersonal relationships. That really needs to be done in a professional setting, such as counseling, such as trauma recovery therapy, such as a psychotherapy or something of that nature. So if you're dealing with someone who, you know, every day it's an emotional roller coaster, every day it's an up and down, the natural inclination for a lot of healers is to reach in and try to heal, reach in to try to create that space for healing in the personal life. But oftentimes when we do that, what happens is, you know, that person may not be ready to heal at the rate that the information is being presented, right? And so as a psychic and a healer and a magical worker, if you're spending all of this time, energy, and attention working with clients five, six, seven days a week in some cases, and then you're also coming home trying to create a healing space for yourself and your partner, trying to create a healing space for your professional context, trying to create a healing space through all of these environments, it can be really, really taxing. It can be really, really draining, you know, because I think the thing that we uh, as workers underestimate is that we need support too, because so much of our work is serving spirit and serving clients and supporting others. When we come home, we need a break. And, and it's very natural and it's very normal for a lot of healers to try to carry the professional work into the personal life. But every time we do that, every time we don't allow ourselves to be supported, we run the risk of burning out. And that's why there are so many psychics and healers lately saying, you know, where is everybody? You know, it's also because you have to give people the opportunity to help you, right? You have to give people the opportunity to show you what they can give to you right, as opposed to always being the one doing the giving. So, you know, that's something to consider, and that's something to think about. Um, and we're going to go to the phone lines in just a second. Um, if you're a psychic, medium, healer, or magical worker, I would love to hear from you. If you find yourself going through psychic burnout, let me know what's going on, and I'll tap in and pray, and we'll see if we can have some guidance for you. But before we do that, um, let's go song. Um, so I am looking at my switchboard here and I see uh, Toby Mac, Love Broke Through. So this is a great song. I'm going to put this one on and then we'll come back in a second. We'll take some calls. We'll do some readings and uh, we'll see how the night goes. And this is Live the Light and I'm your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive, Nicole Bowman.
the first time I called you Lord. are just tuning in this is live the light and i'm your host psychic medium and intuitive nicole bowman and i want to thank you guys again for sharing your light with me and being a part of the show (laughs) it seems like we're having a couple of technical difficulties tonight but um i think that things are going to go well nonetheless um so i am going to go to the phone lines and if you are just tuning in tonight's show is all about psychic support We're talking about where psychics, mediums, and magical workers go for support because we are often the support systems for other people. Um, So if you fall in that line and that vein, whether you do this professionally or whether you are a naturally sensitive person, I would love to hear from you. Okay, so I'm going to go to the phone lines. Um, I'm going to go to area code 610. So give me one moment. I'm going to bring your mic up. Area code 610, what is your name and where are you calling from? Area code 610, you're on the air. What is your name and where are you calling from? Okay, let's see. So we'll go to the next person. We're going to go to area code 860. Hello? Area code 8, yes, area code 860. What is your name and where are you calling from? It's my first time calling. My name is Amla and I'm from Connecticut. Um, well, it's a pleasure, and thank you so much for being on the show. Um, so do you have a question for us tonight? What, what's going on in your life? What do you want to talk about? Um, can I ask an intuitive question? And I do have a comment for you as far as the psychic Absolutely. support. Okay, Absolutely. Sure. Go ahead. Um, I'd love to share what I thought of what you're talking about. And it's true. Um, 
I'm I'm more of an empath and a healer, mm-hmm. but it's it's all the same. It's all in the same category. It's like when you're helping and you're serving others, and you come from your pure heart, you know. And um, everybody rolls differently, and I I really am I'm I'm accepting of that for sure. But we all we're human after all, healers and psychics and mediums and all sorts of things out there. So. I just feel that, yeah, we need the help and we need the support as well. Um, even, um, it, it would be nice even, I mean, I'm kind of going through that. It's been actually a year of this, of me trying to okay. find a tribe, so to speak. Of um, they're, they're like-minded people, but um, I'm just sharing my, like, I'm more, I'm very authentic and, I, you know, even if I'm doing, um, I love yoga, for example, and, you know, I go there and I just feel like there's a lot of, it's, it's very, it, people do it for different reasons, but mm-hmm. I'm really good with the mind, body, spirit. And um, it's hard to find people who really get it, so to speak, if, mm-hmm. it, if you would. So, yeah, that's I, I no. thought I'd share. Yeah, well, first of all, I mean, thank you so much for sharing because I definitely agree with you. And I think that there is a lot of truth to that. You know, um, it's interesting because as you were talking about the yoga, um, I actually am a yoga practitioner myself. I practice yoga as well. And one of the reasons, yeah, one of the reasons I stopped going to classes, though, and just completely did a home practice is because I'd be so open psychically that I'd feel everybody's stuff. Right. Yeah. And yes. Exactly, exactly. And when you're and, and for me, just as you, we all know that yoga is a meditation. It's not just the postures. It's exactly what you said. It is it's yes. it's a way you live life. You know, yoga is a way you live your life. So your life is a meditation. And what I was finding exactly. is yes, there were people that were coming because they wanted a better body or they're coming to meet people. Some were coming for the spiritual aspect. Some were coming and getting over eating disorders and all sorts of things. And so I, I found that because I was naturally psychic, my energy was so wide open because that's what I came there to do. And so I started doing yeah. my home practice and things got a lot, a lot better. So, yeah, I agree with you. But but you said you had a, an intuitive question. Yeah, I do. Um, well, okay. you know, I feel like I've met somebody really special Um this is a relationship question and it's been almost a year and I really feel like there's a strong connection and it just feels like he's, um, it's like he's the, he's been, he's like, I don't know how to describe it. I guess the metaphor would be like, he's like in space or like in the galaxy kind of twinkling away. And I feel like Mm -hmm. sometimes like when we're, when we're hanging out or when we're in the community together, it's, it's the frequency is right there and then mm-hmm. time goes by and and I can feel it just empathically that he needs his space so I give it to him and there's not really much communication so I'm just a little I don't know I don't I what do you feel for that because I really sure would love to have this come together yeah sure well here's the here's the immediate impression I received from spirit they're basically saying okay. to let the relationship be what it is Allow it to okay. be what it is. Because what I okay. see is that this person is still figuring themselves out. They're still finding themselves. They're still even determining if they want to even be in a relationship. So they don't have okay. like a firm clarity on that just yet. And so with you, okay. you already kind of know and understand that you might like to partner with someone. 
if not them, yes. someone else, right? So spirit is basically yes. saying to allow the relationship to be what it is. Right now, it feels like it's a friendship with romantic undertones, but it, it's very yes. interesting that you mentioned this person because it kind of falls in line with what spirit was saying earlier in the broadcast, which is connecting with people and trying to create a space for them to heal, but they may not be vibrating at quite the same frequency. So it's not that you guys are totally different wavelengths. But what I see is that it may be that your level of growth, your level of awareness is kind of at a higher frequency, and that's why that person is attracted to you, right? So spirit is saying to allow it to be a friendship, um, allow it to be what it is for right now, because I feel this person has some soul searching to do. They really do need to figure themselves out. They need to figure out what they want out of life, and I feel like it's going to take them a while, and it does feel like if you try to go down the line of steering it in the direction of commitment, um, their energy could get a bit hot and cold, if that makes sense. Um, but I yes. will say this. Uh, yeah, and this is the final yes. thing I see with them. The, the, fir- the reason that they came into your life and you came into their life, what you are showing them is that they have to be responsible for their manifestation. And what I mean by that is I feel like sometimes they put it out there that they want a particular type of relationship or a particular type of person, whether this is through prayer or saying it to the universe. And then when that energy comes, they're all confused. Then when that person comes, they're all confused. So you showing up in their life is spirit's way of saying you have to put up or shut up. You have to walk your talk or don't. But when you say you want something, you have to, you have to be responsible and take responsibility for your manifestation and your creation. Right. Right. So just let it be and just, yes. I mean, should I just, should I be open to other people? I guess that's absolutely that's the next. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Spirit says yes, because here's what it is for you. I, I know when you met this person, it's almost like you felt like a jolt of electricity or it was just, it was just something yes. like, oh, right. What it, yes. What that is, is Spirit's way of saying this person is going to grow your soul. Right. It, it doesn't yeah. always mean this person is going to be your life partner, but that jolt, that spark, what you felt was like your yeah. soul saying, oh, I'm getting ready to grow. This is getting ready to teach me something. This is getting ready to stretch me. And that's yeah. your intuition's way of telling you that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like somebody's coming in this year at all? Um, mm, I feel, well, I feel you will meet people. Um, there's the potential for somebody, but it's more towards the latter part of this year, early 2018. But right now I feel more like you meeting people. And the other thing I will also say, because I want to touch on something you mentioned about finding your tribe. What spirit is sort of saying is you're, you're in a phase where I feel like you're, you're still growing into the spiritual being and the leader and the healer that you're going to be. And so the reason you don't feel like you found your tribe necessarily is because, number one, you're here to create one. So that's the first thing. And number two, you're still kind of on a journey. You're still kind of on what they sometimes call a walkabout, if that makes sense. So I see you going into different communities, going into different places, kind of seeing what, what feels right for you. And you still have different people to meet along your journey that are going to teach you and grow you. So that's why it feels like you haven't, like, plop down in one place and this is where you're at. Okay. I really appreciate mm-hmm. your your insight. You're amazing. Like welcome. I just oh, love, thank I love you. it. I really appreciate <laughs> what's the again? Is it Nicole Bowden? 
Nicole What's Bowman, your... like a bow and arrow, like a bowman. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll you yeah. up. I just energy. You, it's beautiful. It's, I could feel it. Oh. It's so it really resonates with what you got to say, and I love the topic. Oh, definitely. We all need it. Well, great yes, topic. Absolutely. And you, thank you. And you're very, very welcome. And uh, yeah, definitely tell your friends about the show. And I wish you the best. And have a good night. Okay. God bless. Yes, thank you. You too. You too. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, if you are just tuning in, this is Live the Light, uh, a show about personal growth through spirituality, and I'm your host, psychic, medium, and intuitive, Nicole Bowman. And I'm going to go back to the switchboard in just a moment and take some calls. Um, So I'm sorry, you guys, if you get cut off. Uh, For some reason, we're having technical difficulty tonight for some reason. But um, I do see three people lined up for reading. So I'm going to get to as many people as I can. Got about half an hour left. I'm going to go to area code 720. I'm going to pull up your mic. Area code 720, you are on the air. What is your name and where are you calling from? Yes, hi, my name is Laura, and I'm calling from California. Hi, Lauren. How are you doing tonight? Hey, good, good. Hey, good. Um, What's your so question? So I have one question. Um, we are just in the midst of trying to find a house in, um, here in California, and we put on an offer on a house, and we didn't get it, but it was not meant to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering, um, so I'm good with that, but just wondering what you're feeling about when we may might get the next house, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that well, we can call ours. Right. Well, the immediate thing I receive is September. So I do feel like it's going to be closer to September. But to be clear, timing is more of an estimate. It's not 100% exact. But I do sense sure. that it may be closer to the fall. So, I mean, you do, and Spirit is saying, I don't think you found the house yet. It feels like you still need to keep putting in more offers. Um, but it does feel like it's closer to the fall. And I get the sense and impression you'll be pleased with it. I mean, you, you will be happy with it. Now, let me ask you a question, though. Um, are, you, are you going through a realtor? Do you have somebody who, you know, you guys are oh, actively yeah. working with that's helping you and you have a, a good person? Okay, okay. Good. So um, when I connect and tap into it, yes, yeah, September is, is what I'm seeing. So I feel like it's going to be more around that time. And the thing I will also say around it, um, it just feels like, you know, don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. It feels like you just, you don't want to get discouraged. You just uh, have to understand that I feel like it also has to happen in the right time and in the right sequence. And right now is not quite that. So it's closer to September. That, that's what I see. So does that mean that we're going to be in the house by September, or we mm, would spirit find shows the house a door in opening in September? So it's a door opening in September, so that's more of a window of time. So expect to find the home um, and possibly start getting into the process of finalizing things closer to September. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, All right. Then. And all right. Thank you have you a great so night. I really appreciate You're it. Welcome. Yes. God bless. Nope. You too. Alrighty, guys. Well, um, so I'm going to go to our last uh, two callers in just a moment. But tonight we're talking about psychic support. So even though I did a reading, you know, helping someone figure out when they're going to find a home, that's more something I do in private sessions. So let's try to keep the questions on topic. Uh, Let's try to do that because it's all about support and support systems. So I'm going to go to area code 916. Give me one second. Area code 916, you are on the air. What is your name and where are you calling from? 
Very nice to meet you. My name is Wendy, Sacramento, California. Hi, Wendy. So what is your question tonight? How can I help you? Well, if it's okay with you, Nicole, I'm quite worried. I started a a call center training uh, job on July the 5th, and um, I didn't have computer access for three days, so I fell behind. And then uh, my hearing aids gave out, so they told me to contact Cigna and apply for uh, American with Disabilities leave. And I'm praying that they allow me to restart in a fresh new class, uh, I think in September, and I hope also that I get a new supervisor and that the job lasts for me. Um, and, and I do have a comment about your topic, too, as well, Nicole. All righty. Well, immediately what I see is, yes, I feel like as we get closer to September, things will be reinstated. And then what was the second question? I hope and pray I get a new boss. Mm, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. That might be a bit more of an issue. But in terms of things getting reinstated, I feel a yes with that. Mm-hmm. And what was your comment? Um, well, uh, I, I am very intuitive. And um, regarding somebody who's intuitive or naturally sensitive, such as myself, seeking mm-hmm. out uh, authenticity in the psychic world um mm-hmm. i kind of listen to how the psychic presents their information um mm-hmm. it can be according to their personality but it's also nice if they're sensitive to uh the type of information they're offering um realistically it may not necessarily be what the caller wants to hear but it's mm-hmm. uh for someone like you who has such a beautiful gift um I would oh, certainly expect that you would want somebody with authenticity and who takes the responsibility to respond in a respectful manner. And um, I've not always experienced that when I seek out a mm. psychic. But mm. uh, uh, authenticity is so important and integral. Um, and it's my first time listening to you on the air. And I applaud you. I, I think you are a beautiful person, and I think that you honor authenticity, and uh, people need that. But they also need it to present it, you know, with kindness, of course, which you do. Yes. Well, I mean, that is so kind of you to say, and I really appreciate that. And, you know, I, I have to say, like, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because – you know, prior to the show starting, that was something that Spirit was was uh, sort of mentioning and pressing as well, that, you know, when you're seeking out advice, when you're connecting with people, you want to make sure that it's good advice. You know, if you're, you're trying to connect with somebody, you want to make sure that the level of accuracy and the level of efficacy and all of those things are in place. So, I mean, I, re- I really appreciate you saying that. And I want to touch on one more thing that's also coming through just to sort of piggyback on what you said. You know, yes, it is very important, I think, as psychics, mediums, intuitives, and healers that we have compassion for people, you know, because um, I think that sometimes, you know, in, in the course of doing this work, it can get very stressful, things get very hairy, you feel like you're burning out and you're, you're, you're spiraling and things of that nature, but you can't help somebody if you're judging them. 
it's going to be very difficult. And if a person feels like they're being judged or they're being dismissed or a finger is being wagged at them, even if the information presented is true, even if the information presented is accurate, they will reject it because they feel like they're being shamed. So, I mean, thank you very much for saying that because that is very, very, very true. And it kind of touches on psychics who burn out. A lot of times those psychics who react that way, it's actually because they have a lot of things going on in their personal lives sometimes and they're not setting firm Mm -hmm. boundaries. And so they don't have anything to give to the client. Yeah. And and I would expect that a psychic kind of has a similar responsibility that a physician might have of, as you said, being ethical. And I had an Mm -hmm. experience uh, where – I mentioned my hearing disability, and this person was very, very, she was abusive towards me. And she says, well, I know that there are some people that have disabilities, but what is it you don't want to hear? And I'm a very truth-seeking person. And Mm -hmm. um, her demeanor was very unkind. So truth is something that I seek, and I think that you have the gifts uh, of authenticity, but I also think that you're sensitive to delivering it, you know, in a, uh, like, here it is, straightforward, um, and I, I sense that as a psychic, you might say, uh, you might want to try this path, etc. and I've been, I'm 66, and this job has mm-hmm. been a godsend to me. But it was a nightmare because three days I did not have access to computer systems that everybody else did. I said, may I please restart? And they said no. And they said that they would catch me up. Well, that's a fairy tale. There's a very nice, beautiful, beautiful uh, angel who has sat next to me, young lady, African-American lady, who I consider just Mm -hmm. a godsend and she is the one that caught me up, and I would say thank you. And she would be so, like, you're welcome and so polite. And I, I know that she was sent by God, and I hope that we stay mm-hmm. friends. And I've told her that I love her and that uh, she is just brilliant. And then the trainer told me that he didn't want me to ask her questions. Well, um, uh, I know she was sent by spirit. And I mean that I do love her. Just she's you less than half my age, but she she's very smart, um, wonderful sense of humor, and I know she was a godsend. And I I mm-hmm. hope that I keep my job. I hope I keep up when I go back, and I hope I keep my job. Do you see that? I feel like you will keep your job, but I do see challenges and problems there. You know, I do. Um, and, and and to I can't go completely into it because we don't have a whole lot of time, but I will say yes. that some of the issues are connected to the powers that be, you know, like their energy. They're just very impatient. They want things done mm-hmm. yesterday, and that's just kind of how they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I also see with you a lot of fear about losing the job. And so what, yeah. what really comes through is there's two things. Number one, you just have to speak the fear out loud. Just speak out your fears and what's bothering you and then say, but – this is my job. This is for me. I choose this because what, what I also see right now is that you're so in the fear that um, actually being able to step in and feel like you can do the job, it feels too far away. So what I'm being shown mm-hmm. is you have to first state the fear, feel the fear, and then you have to shift your energy 
to what it is you desire and want, and you have to say it in the present moment. doesn't mean you discount or pretend the fear doesn't exist because it's there. You know, so to, to not acknowledge it would, would actually cause more issues. But they do say you have to feel it, put it in its place, and then shift to the new energy. Exactly. I've got 15 years proof experience, mm-hmm. for goodness sakes, in the field. And mm-hmm. um, it's a shame that that happened to me about not having access because it threw me off, really upset me. Mm-hmm. But do you see me keeping this job at least three to four years, I hope? Mm, well, right now, Spirit isn't giving me a firm answer on that. Um, they do show things opening up again for you with this job in September, and it really feels like you just need to focus on being there in the here and now, opening up from there and seeing how it goes. And that that's what I'm receiving about it. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. You have a good night, okay? God bless. Thank you. Oh, God bless you, too. Well, if you are just tuning in, this is Live the Light. We have one more caller online. And before we um, get to the calls, you know, I, I just, I, I do want to share this. And I, I think the last caller who just mentioned this, you know, um, it is so important as psychics and mediums and healers and spiritual practitioners, it's really important that we have compassion, compassion for ourselves and compassion for other people. And to be clear, we're not perfect. I mean, I'm not perfect. There are times where I've not been compassionate. There have been times that I've been too blunt. There have been times when I've been rude. So, so I'm not to say that I'm blameless and perfect and never made a mistake. But the thing is that this work can be very taxing and it can be uh, very trying. And that is why, you know, in your personal life, you, you need support. You know, I, I want to talk a little bit about that before I go to the last caller. Um, you know, the, the thing about it is this. Um, at the end of the day, we have our connection to spirit. We have our connection to our God. Of course, we have our connection to the divine energy, right? So that is always there. Um, but, but sometimes we do need that human touch. Sometimes we do need that human interaction. And one of the things that I've found personally is that one of the things that has been so nurturing for me and fun for me is to have friends who are not psychics to have friends who are not mediums, to have friends that are the complete opposite of me. You know, I have friends from all different walks of life. And and what I find is that, like, if I connect with somebody who's really into music or if I connect with somebody who's into science or I connect with somebody who they're not even sure if they believe in God, they're not even sure that they believe in spirit, but they're a kind, loving person, that really helps to ground us. You know, you want to look for people that are willing to support you. You want to look for people that are willing to open the door for you or cook you a meal or ask how your day is or, or give you advice if you need it. Those are the people you want to find in your life. And don't be afraid to deal with people who don't identify as psychics or empaths or healers. Don't be afraid to deal with somebody who is the complete opposite of you because oftentimes it's in the opposites that the energy sometimes can complement each other. You know? And you also want to find activities that really feel good to you. You know, one of the things I love to do is I love to travel. I love to go to different parts of the world. I love to go to different parts of America. And and I love to see how local people in those areas live and live amongst them. That calms me down. It slows me down. Um, It opens me up to a world that I didn't know before. You know, so so you want to find those ways to nurture yourself. You know, if it means exercising, if it means going for a hike, if it means having a good meal, if it means going out dancing, you've got to find something that fills you up and replenishes you. 
And and I will say this specifically to people who are empaths, because sometimes as empaths, and I'm an empath, sometimes as empaths, we can find ourselves in relationships that are very codependent. Try not to get into relationships where you fall in love with someone's potential. Try not to get into relationships where you're trying to heal someone and lift them up and fix them and put them back together again. Instead, connect with somebody who is ready now. Connect with somebody who knows who they are now, because that's going to make you too that much stronger. So um, that's what I wanted to share. I'm going to go to the last call of the night. It is area code 561. Let's give me one moment. Area code 561. What is your name and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Lena from Florida. I really have, uh, I feel like you were talking specifically to me about the empath, about, you know, okay. take care of yourself because I am an empath. Mm-hmm. Um, have been since I was a child, very, very sensitive. I know now why, as you know, why I was so sensitive as a child. Uh, I can't be around a lot of people. I can't be around loud noises. Um, I just, you know, don't like certain scents. They're really strong for me. Uh, I pick up on a lot of people's mm-hmm. energies. So I'm very, very in tune with myself. Um, so it's just, what you said it just really resonated with me because I need to always tap into, you know, going to the beach or dancing or mm. listening to music. Music really vibrates. When I get stressed, the music just lifts me up like nothing else can. It's almost like a, you know, I don't know, like a drug for me. It just helps me in my mm-hmm. life. I couldn't imagine. When I have a job where I can't listen to music, it really affects me. You know mm. what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, because I, I work better. Yeah, like I work better with music. And when I work in an office where, say, I can't listen to music, I, it really, really bothers me. But, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to have I have to deal with this. But it makes a huge difference in my job performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. Because I also feel like what you just said is going to resonate with a lot of people. You know, because it's very, very true, you know, as psychics and mediums and healers and empaths, um, you know, we do tend to be very sensitive to energy. So psychic care is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, yeah, and I also feel that, you know, um, I don't really have a lot of friends um, because I always mm-hmm. have felt in the past when I did get close to people, um, I don't mm-hmm. know if I just gravitate towards the wrong people or people just mistake my kindness for stupidity and wind up just totally taking advantage of me and my kindness. So it's, mm-hmm. I get really burnt. I get, I'm very gun shy with people um, and mm-hmm. very burnt, you know, you know, from being hurt a lot by people, my own family, you know, so it's very, very, very hard because I'm a very sensitive person and, mm-hmm. You know, um, Mm -hmm. but anyway, I wanted to ask you, I've been out of work for a while since March, and the past five years have been very trying for me. I lost my home five years ago and been living here and there, Mm -hmm. everywhere, even in my car. I mean, it's just been, I had an offer with a man, I wanted to live with him, but that was going three three hours away, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't really sure about him because... There's a lot of things that he really has hurt my feelings, and I didn't want to go into right. his home, 
you know, feeling like, oh, my God, am I going to have to bow down to his every whim if he gives me a place to live? So I didn't go for that. Um, so I'm just trying to get really on my, you know, I really want to get independent again, get a good job. But it seems like in my area, there is like nothing. I'm so mm-hmm. frustrated. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. and I can't, you know, I, I can't really up and leave anywhere because I don't know too many people. My family's not really that helpful. I don't have any money. My car is 12 years old. So I have a lot of challenges going on in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just don't you know I just don't know what to do Uh, my sister tells me I need to change I need to move I need this I need that but nobody's willing to reach out to really help me you know I mean I'm not asking them to support me I'm just asking them to give me a bed to sleep and so I can get dressed in the morning go find a good job you know but nobody Mm -hmm. seems to get that they think I Mm -hmm. want to like live with them the rest of their life Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the immediate thing that comes through right now is, like, I'm not seeing full-time work. I'm seeing work that feels more, like, temporary and more day work. And so I get the sense and impression of that going on between now and the end of this year. Now, when we move into 2018, that's a different story. I feel like things can potentially open up a bit more. Um, for right now, Spirit says you kind of want to focus your energy more on temporary work and more on day work. And what is immediately in front of you feels like focusing yeah. on that first, securing that first, and then yeah. thinking about full-time stuff later. And and I do have to say this. I, I, I feel this as well. I do sense you're, you are going to have to move. Right now, though, that is not feasible, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, but in 2018, too. I feel like you, you will move, actually. I feel like you yeah. are going to move in yeah. 2018. You will have to yeah, move. Yeah, I do feel that. But between now yeah, and I have to. yeah. Exactly. But between now and the end of the year, it is more uh, part-time work, temporary work, mm-hmm. things that, that are quick, that are fast, for yeah. the day. That's where spirit says yeah. to focus your energy. I feel like that's the mm-hmm. connector to get you where you need to be in the year to come. But they're saying focus on that first, do that first. And here's the other thing, too. You know, if you are dealing with people who mm-hmm. will not help you, will not assist you, just check that off in your mind. Because when yeah. you get on your feet again, you need to create mm-hmm. boundaries between you and those people. Yeah. So that they're not coming in your life. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do have a boundary mm-hmm. problem. I, I let people walk all over me and they use me and abuse me and emotionally, you know, yell at me. And then all of a sudden I'm talking to them and letting them do it again. Mm-hmm. I do need to establish and I do plan on that as soon as, like you just said, do you see that move being a short distance or long distance? Because I, mm-hmm. I can't go well, to my... I get what you're saying. What, what I see around it is wherever you're going to be moving in January, the, here's what it is. The energy around where you're going is going to be temporary, right? So it's almost like I move, um, you know, uh, maybe like 50 or 100 miles away. I settle into life there to get back on my feet again. And then once Mm -hmm. I'm on my feet again, I'm going to go elsewhere. Because what I feel is like the area that you're in right now, even the state that you're in, everything about it feels very, um, it feels very transient, right? So I don't feel, right, exactly. So see these moves as stepping stones versus landing spots. If you see them as stepping stones versus landing spots where you're planting in and you're staying, then it will be easier. Like even right now, like with the, the temp, it's like 
just take whatever job is available. Mm-hmm. Just take it. Yeah. Take it. Just take it. I did apply to some serving jobs. Yeah, but I'm getting insulted because mm-hmm. I'm, like, so overqualified for these jobs. And I'm, like, and I'm yeah. like, what is going on, people? I've ran companies. I can do this job. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I've done more than that. You know, I don't – I'm getting really insulted. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, really? Because I've done a lot in my life. I have licenses. I have a degree. I <laughs> – you know, I'm a very loyal employee, whether it be sweeping a floor, doing a dish. I I do something, I own it. You know what I mean? You tell me mm-hmm. to do something, I clean the whole place. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they just, people are, like, always amazed when they hire me. Right. Well, there's a couple of reasons why this is happening to you and it's happening now. The first mm-hmm. is the reason why you're finding yourself isolated, right, and people aren't helping and aren't assisting and you feel like you're alone. It's because for the first time in your life, you're actually able to focus on yourself. You're able to dig into you, figure out what you want to do, and be really, really selfish for once. So when you do reach out to help other people, you actually have more to give. So, you know, that, and that's why, and and interestingly, too, you're in good company because I know a lot of healers, myself included, who have been homeless, who have lived in their car. You know, (laughs) absolutely. And a lot of times. Yeah. I do community a service lot of work. I work at the homeless. So, I mean, I'm always giving, giving, giving. I don't even have and to give, it. and I'm a giver. <laughs> right, and that's it. And what Spirit is saying is you're giving, 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 but now you're out of balance. So this is yes. forcing you to say, you know what, I'm just going to focus on me. I'm just going to be selfish for once. I know it feels strange, but if I can build mm-hmm. myself up, later on I'm going to have that much more to give. And so it's just Spirit's way of saying come back into balance. And here's what I will say, and this is the final thing, uh, and then we'll have to close. But when you do get that job, whether it's a temporary, whether it's a day job, whatever it is, just gratitude. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Over and over and over again because that builds upon the next thing and the next thing. Okay? Okay. Thank right? you. <laughs> really appreciate it. You're welcome. It. No problem. Bye. Have a good night. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, you guys, um, that was a reading marathon that I didn't expect to do. Um, so uh, we are going to close in just a moment, but definitely uh, back uh, next week we'll be talking about forgiveness and if it is necessary on your healing journey and your healing path. You know, we always talk about forgiveness and we always talk about uh, how you need to forgive in order to move on, in order to move forward, in order to heal. And uh, next week we're going to ask the question, is that necessary? And if it's necessary, how do we forgive? Especially, how do we forgive when maybe we don't want to? Or how do we forgive when those who have wronged us or hurt us don't atone for it? How do we forgive ourselves? How do we forgive other people? So we'll be talking about that next week. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for sharing your light with me and being a part of the show. And the last thing I want to, I want to touch on that we didn't get to is uh, counseling. We touched on it a little bit. But um, as psychics, healers, mediums, um, you know, whatever category you fall into, there is no shame in connecting with a counselor or a therapist. There is no shame in connecting with a psychic medium or healer who you trust, who can sit down with you and advise you spiritually, right? So, So always remember, you know, you have to create those support systems. And sometimes those support systems can be in that professional realm and sometimes they are in the personal realm. But if you connect with people on a personal level, you always want to connect with people that are, that are not looking for you to save them, not looking for you to rescue them, 
but are, are, are firm and strong and whole in who they are, right? Um, so I will leave you with that. I am wishing you a wonderful week and a fabulous month, and do check back. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, go to NicoleBowman.biz, and you can also go over to my YouTube channel, Live the Light. Um, every couple of weeks I do videos, monthly forecasts, and many more things. So always remember to live your light, live your bliss, and love yourself, and take care, guys.